Hello, and welcome to the Table and Well podcast. I'm Tennyson. And I'm Janelle. Thank you for joining us as we discuss topics and give practical tools that help you live, grow, and be in healthy, joy-filled relationship with God, yourself, and others. For more information and resources, or if you're looking for coaching, connection, and community, please visit tableandwellco.com. We hope you enjoy this podcast. Hello, and welcome to the Table and Well podcast. This is Tennyson and Janelle. I was going to say something else, but... (laughs) not going to do that right now because we just anyway um it's amazingly good to be back we were away yeah. for a little bit um went on vacation did some really cool stuff in israel yeah. and we came back and just kind of had our nose to the grindstone and this is one of the first podcasts that we are we're yeah that we're bringing back we're bringing after back that after that, that time that. away it was an incredible time of sabbatical yes. and celebrating our 25th wedding anniversary yes which was awesome. It was fantastic. Yes. And then getting to bring tables uh, all around Israel was just such a gift. I yeah. think um, we really learned that the practice of presence mm-hmm. anywhere yeah. in the world, any culture, any place, whether people come in knowing mm-hmm. what they're going to experience or whether they don't. Right. Because that, that was, that was all, of Israel, <laughs> all of Israel. All of Israel. That the Lord really right now in this season is seems to be really intent about inviting people to his table yeah, to be seen and, and heard and known by him and by other people. Yeah. And so us getting to bring that gift to Israel was something I think that will mark us for the rest of our lives and probably isn't the last time. No, I, I, I'm going to no, it's not <laughs> the last time at all. Yeah. Um, but one of the things that we did when we went on our trip was we um, said, well, what are we, we wanted to listen to something, find some books, find something yeah. to kind of keep our mind going um, as we were enjoying where we were. And one of the books that we started to read or that we read and listened to, actually we listened to it because we do audio books, um, <laughs> was called With uh, by Sky Jatani. And some of the concepts in there and was really spoke to where we were at and some of the things that we were walking through and, and seeing in different places. Yeah. Um, and, and we just really are excited and really thought this would be a great topic and subject to talk about today. Yeah. And to continue the conversation that we've been having all along in this podcast and really table and well itself is this discovery of the practice of presence, yes. the withness of God, yeah, withness of God, Emmanuel, yes. God with us mm-hmm. and discovering what that is and what that's like to experience and, and who he is and who we are yeah. in the midst of that exchange. Um, we've talked about it from a lot of different facets mm-hmm. from maturity and the ability <laughs> yeah. to even be with, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like so many of us Part struggle of to be yeah. with, um, to, the other half of church and this mm-hmm. concept of of both sides of the brain, both the right side and the left side, and how so much of church and religion has been based around this left side thinking knowledge right, base. Yeah. And we find ourselves missing the right side relational connection with God mm-hmm. ourselves and others. Yeah. And how do we be with? We can't be with through information. It doesn't right. seem to be working. And so we've just had these and then we've talked about the table and, yes and really a lot of those descriptions of really what has the yeah. table been for you has mm-hmm. been about this experience of with yeah. and so when we happened upon a book that <laughs> that was titled with we thought huh, huh. let's take a peek let's take a look at this and, and it's really neat because in 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 all the things that you're talking about what one of the things that 
I think is prevalent over that is how do we relate to each other mm-hmm. and how do we relate to God? Right. And that's what this book is all about. Right. It's really about a book about how we relate to God. Even mm-hmm. better yet, it says, how do we relate with God? Yes. And yes. so um, it's, yeah, it's yeah. really exciting. It's really powerful. Um, I'm going to read a quote from the book. I'll read a couple today, but just as a basis of our, our conversation. Yeah. Um, Eden was designed to be a collaborative environment where creator and creatures work together for a common goal. Mm. Eden is best understood as base camp from which the man and woman work to extend God's garden to encompass the entire earth. They were intended to partner with God as his representatives Mm. and agents on the earth. The man and woman were instructed to rule over the earth on God's behalf and cultivate the order, beauty, and abundance of Eden in every corner of creation. This is the basis for the first command in the Bible, fill the earth and subdue it. Wow. Mm-hmm. So it's a really rich, <laughs> yeah. And he's used some really great words here, and he and this whole book is written in that type of yeah. storytelling um, versus fact telling, which I love because so much of this is about experience and not yes. just about a concept, yes. right? Yeah. Um. And so we find that what he's establishing here is is really this, and we've talked about this too on the podcast, mm-hmm. just this beginning idea of really what we were meant to do was to live and dwell with him and with each other. Yeah. And that he gave us authority to rule the earth and to rule one another. Mm-hmm. Um, rule seems like a ooh, kind of word, like ooh, rule each other and, yeah. and maybe say authority over one another and with one, one another, another right? right like yeah, it wasn't like yeah adam you're king and you're now gonna and the entire the earth is under us as humans yes. but he's also given us this authority with one another and humanity yeah um we've really been in these last few weeks encountering just the heartache mm-hmm. of of living on an earth with humans <laughs> yeah the so human true. experience right yeah. the human journey yeah and it's great losses and it's great tragedies mm-hmm. and uh it's great complications of things we don't understand and and part of what we begin to look for in those times and those seasons when things don't seem to make sense in the world or sense in our lives yeah. is we're like well i thought god should have like i thought god would have done this right. or should have done this and and in this book with he he establishes and and kind of clarifies some of those what he calls postures that we find ourselves in in mm-hmm. our relationship with god that we tend to really call on in those moments we're yeah. operating from them every day but then right. when when the humanness and the fallenness of this mm-hmm. world kind of surface in our lives and create pain then really we we want to know yeah well and we want to know we want the other end of what we think we're doing Uh, yeah very true yes so let's clarify what we even mean by that yeah well before you before you you jump into that one of the things in this this um quote that i really that caught my attention even this last time you read it it says um they were intended to partner with god Mm -hmm. as a representative and agents on the earth and so this idea of partnering with yeah. God is again that idea of being with. It's right. being including Him in everything that we're doing, mm-hmm. and because of life circumstances, fears, and things like that, even in the garden, there was there was this point where we got away from that, mm-hmm. 
And if it's not with them, what is it? What right. other could, things could it be if if witness is what we're mm-hmm. not operating in as well as we could be, then yeah. what are we operating in? Right. Because really witness is what we want. Mm-hmm. It's we, our deepest desire. That's our deepest right? desire is to be with God and with each other. That's that's mm-hmm. what we want. And, and even with ourselves. With ourselves, mm-hmm. which is really interesting. And we're not going to go here. This is just an <laughs> intro. But I'm even thinking of these different postures of how we posture with other people Ooh. as well. As we unfold some of this you'll maybe begin to hear and see some of those parallels yeah in that's that true space too, yeah or even with ourselves with ourselves mm, very true interesting. so it's interesting because so in our attempt to connect back to god connect back with ourselves to find safety and security because those are things that we're longing for right we have found ways to relate to god mm-hmm. that are not really healthy even though they may on the outside may look like they're healthy. They look like they work. They look mm-hmm. like they, they feel like they work. They may be things that we've been taught, uh-huh. showed, modeled, all of those things, but it's but, not quite right. Yeah. But when we go to call on them, they don't really work. Right. Yeah. And yeah. Um, so let's talk about, yeah. let's lay out what those things yeah. are. So we quit talking about them, them, about things. <laughs> um, so this is from the book with mm-hmm. from Sky Jatani, which yes. I don't know if did you said that. that? Sorry. Yep. All, all right. Well, just to reclarify. Yep. <laughs> so, so he talks about five postures and we're already yes. talking about this with posture that yeah. that has been stirring in us for so long. But mm-hmm. there's there's four others and they are over. Yep. Under from and for. Yeah. So living under God mm-hmm. life. For God. Mm-hmm. life over God, life from God, different order than what Janelle said, but which you get the idea. So yeah. let's define those. This, this podcast here is meant to be just an intro to these concepts. And then we're going to spend the next few podcasts digging into them one by one and, and unfolding them. Yeah. So let's start with life under God. Um, so life under God. So this posture is characterized by the belief that one's primary calling is to live under divine rule in order to avoid divine calamity. Mm. And so this thought of I am under God in the way that if I do this, then yeah. I'll get this. So this we see this happening even in us traveling across Europe. So much of yeah. of ancient history is built around this idea of gods. And if I appease the gods and if I serve the gods and if I do the, the offerings and the sacrifices, then the gods will do something for me in return. And mm-hmm. if I'm not getting this return that I need, if the um, sun isn't shining, right. if the yeah. women aren't fertile, if whatever, whatever, it's because we haven't done what the gods have expected. Yeah. And so yeah. we or really they're mad at us. Or they didn't. They didn't. Um, they did not like our sacrifice or our gift to them. So therefore right. they're mad at us and they didn't provide what we sacrificed to them for. Right. So this idea of of direct exchange where I have a job, like I have something I'm supposed to be doing right mm-hmm. in order to get back what I want or need and how that really creates a lot of fear. Because yeah. at the end of the day, my my control I, and I'm attempting to gain control and mm-hmm. I can gain control by saying, OK, I'm going to do my things that yeah. I'm supposed to be doing. Like, again, we could it's a little little gentler to play with this idea from past cultures that we can yes. look at and say oh <laughs> the sun god yeah. and yet not not wanting to like look at how we're doing this in our current lives yes. but but this idea of 
if the sun god isn't blessing me or if we're not fertile, then then we mm-hmm. haven't done our part. Yes. And so we attempt to gain control by knowing that if we do our part, then yep. they'll do their part. Yeah. And it works until, until it doesn't. doesn't. Yeah. When you've done all of your parts and and the God that you trusted to do his <laughs> part isn't doing what you expected. Exactly. In in this exchange that hmm, maybe we've created. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I want to say this too, that the, and these four different postures that we just mentioned, um, there's the goal is to have control, mm-hmm. but they're based in fear. Mm-hmm. And that's how the relating to God is based. In, it's a fear based relationship mm-hmm. or not really a relationship, but a relating to no relating to. Yeah. yeah. And so just understand that as we talk about these different things and that's good. as we give the kind of, the, again, the overview definition of what these are and what they are, um, that is really what it sits in. So there is this kind of overarching of what it is. And then there's an underlying baseline fear and the fear of under God is being subject to uncontrollable and happenstances of life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That if I don't, that if this isn't true, this exchange that I've created, then what, then how do I make sure that, that the sun is shining or right. how do I change anything if the women aren't fertile? You know, or if I'm, and you know, this is real. I mean, that's kind of being silly in, in, by placing it on a different culture, but, but what do I do when, when I'm not experiencing fertility, maybe I'm barren and, and I've done everything I think I should be doing and God isn't doing his part. Then where do I go? How do I, how do I make it past that point? I have no control here. Right. And I'm left subject to maybe a God that I think must not. He might be um, like, why wouldn't he then do what I what I think yeah. should be done? Or yeah, or even the math problem isn't math working. Doesn't yeah. work. And it's this. Yeah, it's like, yeah, if I do, then I'll get this. Right. It's like if I, you know, if I, I worshiped you, I praised you, I tithe, I did all the things that I was supposed to do mm-hmm. to be a good Christian. Yet right. my life is hard or this is happening to me. Right. That's the relationship that you how you re- how you relate to him right it's heartbreaking so that's life under god life under god yep so life over god um so the the definition of that is dismisses religion as an um as irrational superstition and seeks control by discovering how the world works and then directly implementing the right principles mm-hmm. this mm. one's really interesting yeah. for me because I am such a principal person. person. Yes. And and this whole foundation of life over God is built on understanding principles that work. Yes. So and the thing is is that principles do principles work. work. Like we know and see principle throughout scripture mm-hmm. that we have applied in places of our lives and we have seen how it does bear fruit. Yes. Um there are principles that are as reliable as gravity that if I do this then I will do that. For example, one of those principles that we we pull back on quite often is tithing and mm-hmm. how we say, well, if you if you're tithing, then the Lord will bless you. It's this idea of um, that it's the principle that guides blessing, not God, the being, you yeah. know, that that there's actually a person on the other side of that promise of that principle. So we can apply in in life over God, we begin to make the principles, God, not God himself, God. Um, and it it. goes kind of back to a math problem, interestingly enough that, that I don't, I can find myself very quickly operating from principle Mm -hmm. and bearing fruit 
getting fruit from those principles and not even realizing that I'm doing all of that without him. Yeah, that's so true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so that's that life over God life over stance. God. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that's a very interesting spot because like you said, the principles work. Mm-hmm. They do. They do. They really do work. Um, and then until again, I get, until, until they, they don't, don't right? right. Until they don't work. But yeah. Yeah. What do I, how do I explain things when I'm tithing faithfully and, and I'm not financially prospering? Right. Well, I thought that's how this works. That's the principle. That's the principle at play here. Right. Right. And, and where do we get to understand and, and where is God in the midst of that? If our God is the mm. principle. Right. Yeah. You, you we, don't have, you don't have anywhere else to go. You have nowhere else to go. You're limited there. You mm-hmm. it stopped. Your ceiling is done. So yep. that's good. Um, so life from God. Uh, so God exists to supply what we need or desire. Uh, receiving God's gifts is the entirety of our relationship with him. Um, basically, it's like a genie. <laughs> These are to grant our desires. Mm. Um, and so, yeah, and, and this is really prevalent in different circles today. Mm-hmm. You can see that in different places where it's like, yep, I'm, I, I'm going to go, go and get it. Or the, like, God's going to bless me because like this, my whole, my whole being is around what God can give me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My whole, the reason why I want God in my life, why I mm-hmm. pay attention to him or give him any attention is because there's something that I'm trying to get from him that I think I should have, could have, however you want to look yeah. at it, that it, that, um, genie in a bottle is so, so funny, but it is something that we find so often that it, that it is really quite shocking when you begin to look at any of these and you're like, oh my oh, goodness, wow. it's everywhere. And it's in me yep. where, um, where we make these claims and even, and teach others in a, in discipleship situations <laughs> where we're like, well, if you just you know, you get anything that you ask for. Um, and it, and the Bible says it, you ask and you shall and receive. receive. Right. And then we turn that into God yeah. himself. Well, maybe I'm asking and I'm not getting because there is, there is a God on the other side who knows what's for my best, right? That he's not just the one who grants the wishes, mm-hmm. but yet he is partnering with us to make sure that we have everything we need and beyond that we're promised a life of abundance Mm -hmm. but our god is not abundance right and yeah and so we begin to it's a statement that i in the book here that i actually love is that we tend to um we think we're becoming more like god because he's blessing us and things are happening and you know we're has a nice car, we've done the great thing and we have the good clothes or whatever it might be. But in reality, what we're doing is we are turning um, God to actually look like us, mm-hmm. basically saying, um, I think I should have this and you should give it to me. Mm-hmm. But you think God should give it to you because you actually want it, not right. because it's what God actually wants to do for you right you think if you think god is the person who should give the nice cars right so you turn god into the god who gives nice cars right yeah yeah it's so interesting yeah so i'm excited to dig deeper into I these it's so because we're really scratching the scratch i know service. we're like just really just scratching so the last posture of the the ones of that we kind of how we relate to god is the living for god and mm-hmm. this one 
is everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, and so this one looks like this. God is disappointed um, if you're not on mission. Mm-hmm. Um, we are either on mission, the object of the mission, hindrance to the mission, aid to the mission, or you're the fat Christian that just should be on a mission. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm just reading what it says. That's out of the book. Anyway, um, but mission becomes the center of your life. Yeah. A task to accomplish. Yeah. And your whole validity of existence, right? Mm-hmm. Like we begin to get really tied up in this concept of if you're not doing yeah. for God, then yep. are you even a Christian? Right. Do you even believe in him if you're not doing something that is mission minded? AKA giving your life away, burning out, um, all of this. And again, this is another, each one of these you can do completely without God. And I, I would bet that most of the people listening are like, yeah, been there. Mm -hmm. Like that's where burnout occurs is when we have made doing things for God, our God, our God. Yeah. And we have left him out of that whole scenario where, where we have literally given it all away, paid the price, right? Like, and some of this is very much things that have been taught yep. in the church of if you're not paying the price, if you're not giving it all mm-hmm. away, if you're not sacrificing, yeah. um, then you're you're not really living for God. Yeah. What have you done for him? Like what like yeah. your your whole existence and your worth is based on what you've done for him. Yeah. And I, I love relating these all four of these even back to a marriage relationship. Mm-hmm. Um because it, it becomes so clear when, and I think it's clear anyway, yeah. but it's it's extra fun to layer it into a marriage relationship of, if I live my life for Tennyson, then what kind of marriage would that be if, only, if everything I did was for him mm. and none of it was actually with him? Like, yeah. obviously, there's things I do for you right. because I love you. Yes. And I'm going to do things that will will bless you mm-hmm. and will further things you're passionate about. Right. Yes. And I'll even do things um, like under you where I'll mm-hmm. submit to different things that are happening. Yeah. And, and it's all out of this. And we've talked about this before, this idea of not out of responsibility, but out of response in to, response to, to yes. the love we have for one another. Mm-hmm. And that's what we're, we're getting at here is to extend this conversation of what does it look like? to live life with God, yeah. not from these postures that have been created, that we've been taught, that actually have f- led us down a road where we end up, we've done, we've end up discovering that we've done much without him mm-hmm. when the whole point was a manual God with, with us, us yeah. to do life with. Yeah. And in those moments where we've, we've mentioned, you know, each one of these postures other than with, causes us to end up at a road that when it's tried mm-hmm. and when life is hard and when the brokenness of humanity comes to the surface, the only thing we really have left is Emmanuel, yeah. God with us. Yeah. And But if we don't know how to access that mm-hmm. and live in that, then we're stuck. And we're really we're stuck. We're really, really stuck. And, we're, and it's crushing. Mm-hmm. It's crushing to have a this type of other posture relating with God that when we most need him to come through on the other side of over under from and for right. He's not showing up like we expect. Yeah. And he never promised any of those things. We have somehow kind of created these 
again, like you said in the beginning, mm-hmm. these attempts to gain control and to find safety and security yeah. in our lives. That's what we, yeah. Which is understandable when safety and security, as we've come to know, mm-hmm. is is knowing that we are not alone. Yeah. Knowing that someone is with us yeah. and that they're glad to be with us no matter what. Mm-hmm. And, and that's what we're coming back to yes. in this conversation. Yeah. And I want to say this, too, as far as these different four postures. We can actually do all of these things in, in and of themselves. They're not bad. Right. They're not wrong. I right. mean, yes, we want to do the things that will draw us closer to God. We want to spend time with him. We want to have that. We want to know to his him. principles. We want to know his principles. Like we want right. to live by his principles. Right. Like we want to do things for him. Like we want right. to go out there and. And he is a God, biblically, I mean, he is a God that gives, he's a father that gives good gifts. Right. And he wants to do that for us and with us. But when we attempt to do any of these things, these ritualistic things or these things that, um, that we, that we mentioned here without him. Right. That's when it goes south. Yes. It's the idea of. When the posture itself becomes God. Yes. And God himself is actually left out of the equation. You've been listening to the Table and Well podcast, new episode stream every Tuesday. To begin your journey to relational health, go to tableandwell.org forward slash IRH to join our intro to relational health lab. This is our free four week mini course where you will learn skills and practices that will transform the way you engage with relationships. So for more information or resources, go to tableandwell.org.